Welcome to the official Guns Up Nation fan page podcast, the premier voice for the fearless fans of Raiderland and proud supporter of Texas Tech University. Let's meet today's hosts. Hey, everybody. Welcome. This is Steve with the Guns Up Nation podcast, and I'm doing this show with my good buddy, Ryan. How you doing, Ryan? Hey, 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 Steve. How you doing? Good, man. Good, man. Hey, just about two weeks from tomorrow, me and my wife will soon be citizens of the great state of Texas again. We're escaping California, bro. Beautiful. You've escaped. <laughs> yes. That is the best news I've had all month. That I is know. awesome. We're, we're super happy. The wife wife is ecstatic. Uh, she uh, is buying all new rugs, uh, a dining table, some new pillows, and hasn't mentioned curtains yet, but I'm sure that's in the mix. So well, whatever, we're sure they, happy, right? You got to make sure they match, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess the only downside to it is we can't call ourselves the nationwide broadcast of the Guns Up Nation. You know what? And who cares? Because <laughs> we're the guns of the nation. And, and dear Lord, uh, you know, I'm glad, you know, today I filled up the uh, gas tank on my work mm. car. Thank goodness the company pays for my gas, but mm. $3.99 a gallon, brother. Oh my God. $3.99. So that's more than twice what I pay. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But I'm paying less than $2 right now. Wow. Yeah. So anyway. if any of our listeners from the Guns Up Nation that lives outside of Texas wants to keep us as a uh, international Guns Up Nation broadcast, just send in your applications and we will kindly, kindly consider your offer. Absolutely, man. It's uh, We would always love to have a few more Red Raider voices on the show. So great always. idea. Sure thing. Well, so what spring, we got going on out there? Well, man, you know, she's a, a busy spring now, you know. Um, not you know, kidding nearing the last few weeks of uh the basketball season baseball just just started up this past weekend mm-hmm. softball's kicking butt um it's a busy spring as usual in lubbock and and you know b- before um you know go on um you know want to you know talk about last week's episode we did with uh, scott graves who's uh he was on our legends of the matador uh show and he, scott is the uh crew chief for uh, the number six, Ryan Newman, uh, Jack Roush racing, uh, NASCAR team. And, and, uh, you know, really, uh, had a great race on, on, uh, what well, I guess was Monday due to a rain delay and, and unfortunately had a horrible ending, uh, terrifying ending. And, and, uh, their driver had a horrible wreck and amazingly just yesterday yeah. on, on, uh, Wednesday actually walked out apparently unscathed just for incredible. the most part. So yeah, Did so you see know, that picture. Oh gosh, yeah. I mean, I, mean like, I expected to see a cast, some scars, some bleeding, something. That's yeah, just, it looks like just a guy walking out of the hospital. But yeah, yeah. amazing stuff. Maybe, I, um, maybe some internal trauma. Maybe. Uh, who knows? Well, I mean, he seemed to be walking just fine in that picture. Very true, but de- definitely, I guess, answered prayers. And you know, we know that was a you know for our good buddy uh, Scott Graves. He, uh, uh, you know no doubt a moment he didn't want to have in his career. Unfortunately, it looks like everything's going to work out. Uh, mm-hmm. Ross Chastain is going to drive for the team for the next few weeks. And Ross is a young driver that um, is, is pretty aggressive on the track. So they'll keep an aggressive driver behind the, behind the wheel. I'm sure that'll create some continued stress for Scott. But uh, anyway, but, you know, congratulations on, on the great race. I think they finished fourth overall, despite fin- the, finishing the race upside down. 
Yeah, it was but, definitely a top top ten finish, I know for sure. But yeah, yeah, unfortunately, I wasn't able to watch that race. But <clears throat> when I got up the next morning and on my way into work, and they were of course talking about it, and you know, I didn't think too much about it. I was just kind of listening off the side of my ear, and you know, heard about this wreck, and they mentioned Ryan's name. I thought, huh, how, what's a coincidence? We were just talking to his crew chief and had the podcast with him. Huh, that's mm-hmm. weird. And then they go on to talk about, you know. Earnhardt, I'm like, whoa, that was a serious wreck. And then, and then that's when I perked up and really started listening. And then the 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 uh, radio broadcast I was listening to was actually not only comparing his wreck to uh, Ryan's wreck, but also how um, the the wreck that Earnhardt have had and how serious or how similar it was to Ryan's yeah. was um, from all the technology and all of the safety gear that they invented because of that wreck and what he very likely had in the car was probably what saved his life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, I mean, that's, that's when I finally clued in and realized the seriousness of this accident. Holy moly. When I saw the, yeah, the video feedback, I, I mean, that was just mortifying just to watch. I just cringed when I saw that. Um, and then like you said, when, uh, you know, getting the news <laughs> just a little over 24 hours later that he's walking out of the hospital on his own. I was mean, just like that, that, that's incredible. It's just, just amazing. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely speechless, but, um, you know, prayers going out to the family, prayers going out to the whole team. And, um, yeah, we're thinking about you guys and, uh, best of luck to the, to the crew. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I believe this next weekend they're, uh, in Las Vegas. So making a cross country trip. And mm. so, uh, good luck. I know that's a fun racetrack to go to. I've been there a couple of times and, and it's pretty enjoyable. So, you get the typical Vegas crowd along with the racing. So a lot of celebrities there. So it's pretty fun. But, you know, Ryan, we had a couple games since we last recorded uh, from, yes, for the men's did. basketball team. Oklahoma State, uh, golly, what a mess. And then nice win over Kansas State. Uh, you know, did you get a chance to watch that Oklahoma State game? Uh, thankfully, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was watching the stats and, you know, true to life, um, just like I had pointed out in the past, you know, when, when we can, when we can get aggressive and get good defensively and we can show, um, the aggressiveness on specifically just that one stat, that defensive rebounds, we win the game every Mm -hmm. single time. There's only been one game this whole season where that's not been the case. And, um, you know, if they can get aggressive on those boards and really just the defensive boards, they have that game in hand. I don't know how in the world. Because uh, when they played Oklahoma State last time at home, man, I mean, they just they, – they, I think they doubled their score last time. Yeah, that was a whipping. So, You know, if you look at the the team stats, I mean, it's pretty you, – you would think based on what you saw that Texas Tech won the game mm-hmm. until you get to what you just talked about. Mm-hmm. So field goal percent, we were a better team. Three-pointers, we were a better team. Yep, absolutely. Um Free throw even percentage. Free, even free we, throws, yeah. We 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 actually sucked at free throws, <laughs> but, well, but that, better than usual. There. Yeah, yeah. But then you're exactly right. Rebounds at a 15 board advantage over Tech, and um, and that's hard to overcome. And we did everything else right. You know, mm-hmm. definitely the stats, the uh, the uh, the steals, everything else in, in Tech's favor. But you know, tell the game really was rebounds and some missed free throws and. And a pretty annoying loss there, in my opinion. I'll tell you what, though. The, uh, the, the the one thing that made me happy about our team 
was the next game and knowing that we're not like Kansas State. Did you see any of the replays from that game? Yeah, a little what oh dissension my. between the players and the coach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, the one thing I'm wondering now is I'm wondering if there's going to be a check come from Manhattan, Kansas to repair the floor and the, and the stool that the coach. Oh, gosh. I didn't even think about that. Damage when point. he slams that thing on the floor. You know there had to be some floor damage. Yeah. Yeah. He slammed that thing pretty hard. And, you know, I, I can't say I blame him. That guy, uh, that player was jawing him pretty badly. Yeah. Yeah. And rightfully uh, got benched after that that uh, missed dunk. <laughs> that, that was... That was rec league uh, a dunk attempt right there, and it's not something you do whenever you're playing for um, a tournament well, bid. Not to correct you, my friend, but whenever something like that happens, it's not a dunk; it's a dunk. Yeah, <laughs> doink. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but as we look back at uh, Oklahoma State, I mean, um, you know, sort of confusing. You know, you know, Holyfield only five points, and you know, he really struggled with their big men, obviously with the the board advantage. Um, Kyler Edwards fairly quiet, twelve points. Uh, Jemise Ramsey fourteen, Moretti fifteen, and uh, McCuller had a great game, fifteen points. So that's great to see. Yeah, restless he was able to pick up. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, you know, Chris Clark only two points. I wish that guy would shoot the ball a little bit more because you know he he's a great decision maker on the on the court. And uh, I don't know. We'll see, though. But, you know, then we had this nice game. I guess it was last night against uh, Kansas State. Did you get a chance mm-hmm. to watch that one at all? Uh, just just a little bit of it, not, yeah. not the whole thing, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Life was in the way for me. But, uh, you know, sort of looking back at the stats, uh, you know, we had advantage across the board, even on rebounding. So uh, only a two-board advantage, but, you know, mm-hmm. shoot two important boards right there actually had the advantage on the defensive rebounds, which is the biggest deal right there. But uh shot 50% last night was really good. Uh, 38% from three point land and, and uh, free throws, check this out, 88%. So to your yeah. point about struggling, mm-hmm. you could tell coach had them practicing that since the last game. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Well, it helps being at home too. So um, one really neat thing I liked in, in, in watching through kind of the dissection of this Kansas state game was, uh, tech really showed that they can throw in those afterburners and, and and go on some some big runs. Like they don't they don't just try to keep up with the team that they're playing. They're not just trying to to to, to play against losing. You know they play their game and yeah. um, to to see them get so far ahead and and to be able to get those big leads um, shows that they're definitely getting into their groove. I think at just the right time in the season. Um, you know, it's talked about so much at the end of the season, like it is right now, you don't want your team to what they call peak, um, too early <clears throat> because then they start, I don't know, uh, maybe a psychological thing, maybe a physical thing. Yeah. Um, but you peak too soon and, um, you actually start losing games that you should be winning. Yeah. Very true. But neat thing is we've got, uh, five games left, uh, two of uh, the next ones here on the road. We got uh, Saturday at Iowa state, um, I mean, statistically, it should be a should be an easy matchup, but you know, so should have the Oklahoma State game. Hopefully, that got the team's attention. They're ready for this, and then they're going to stay on the road <clears throat> for uh, next week on Tuesday against Oklahoma, and then they're going to bring it back home and hopefully get that twentieth win uh, against uh, the hated UT. Yeah, let's hope so. I mean, absolutely. You see the uh, minimal, minimal crowd at the Frank Irwin Center. Oh man, I did. That was so good. Yeah. <laughs> Four <laughs> minutes before tip off, and there was one student. 
yeah. the student section. Of course, the only thing I can think of is what what do you think is going through the mind of the rich donors that are do- donating all that money to UT Athletics? Because they just taken a truck load of money. UT Athletics has more money than a lot of countries do, Stephen. Yeah. Oh and gosh. Yeah. Yet this is their this is their production: football, baseball, basketball, women's sports. They have horrible production. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just so fun to watch. But you know, that was seems sad. like they, they tend to hire the the trendy coaches, the coaches that are hot for the moment. And mm-hmm. uh, you, you mean look at um, what Herman, the football coach. I mean, mm-hmm. he had a couple great years at at Houston, but you know, yeah. that's he sort of caught lightning in a the bottle there. He he didn't sure. necessarily inherit a horrible program at Houston, yeah. and uh, so. You know, huge jump to go from Houston to Texas, and and you know, I thought Charlie Strong was a good coach, but uh, obviously struggled at uh, Texas. So, yeah, but you know what? Did you see where he's hired now? Yeah, Alabama, right? Alabama picked him up, so you know what's going to happen. He's going to become a great coach again, and uh, you know, it's not just football for Texas; it's it's basketball too. I think I think uh, what's his name? Shaka was a great hire mm-hmm. for UT, and but you look at. Um, uh, who was the former coach? Uh, it's uh, Rick Barnes. Rick Barnes. And, you know, what he's doing at UT right now, or Tennessee right now. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think the problem is these coaches they're bringing in. They're bringing in great talent. The problem is the culture that they have at that school. It just it just kills people. It just That's just where coaching careers go to die. 100% so, agree. Don't know what the problem is. Frankly, I don't care what the problem is. I just, yeah. I just like the fact that they are having that problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seeing that you're entrenched in the... And the land of the orange bloods, it's uh, oh, super it so sweet for fun you. to listen to whenever they lose. <laughs> In fact, I'll tell you, uh, just real quick, after that UT game that we had, that we um, that we beat, that tech, our tech men beat them here in Austin on that Saturday, um, <laughs> I, I had the radio ready. <laughs> I'm on my way to work. I'm listening. They go on the air. I kid you not, Stephen. I kid you not. They spent maybe, maybe five minutes talking about that game. And they spent the next half hour talking about the XFL. I'm not. Oh, kidding. really? Golly. They're only talking about the XFL. They're not even talking about UT athletics anymore. They're not talking about baseball. They're not talking about basketball. <laughs> Have you watched any XFL? Uh, uh-uh, no, Man, I'm not going to. I, I watched two games and there is nothing to talk about. I mean, when, it is when, horrible. When, when you have a football league that's talking about having uh discussions and negotiations with uh with Kaepernick and Manzel. I mean, come on. Yeah. Come on. What 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 could possibly go right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not I don't have any interest whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well anyway, you know, as we look at um just overall as we as we're nearing towards the end of the basketball season, obviously uh Big Twelve tourney and then NCAA tourney just a few days after Big Twelve tourney wraps up and and uh we'll be announcing very soon um a guns up nation NCA attorney mania. So uh, we'll host it through either Yahoo or uh, ESPN. And uh, just, you know, we, we invite all of our listeners, all our friends, family, whoever to, uh, to hop on with us and just see who's the best at picking the, these, uh, these uh, 64 teams that, that enter the, actually 66 teams, I guess, enter into the uh, bracket. And, oh. and uh, so just, that's just a few weeks away. It's one of my favorite times of the year. And, and uh, you know, 
course, you know, Ryan, you and I were both in the, in the core jesters basketball band at tech and man, those so were great days. We have, you know, some great memories of all those trips and, and some great, great wins. And, and, uh, so I think I still live vicariously through those memories during this time of the year. <laughs> so, Absolutely. so that's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'd love to have you join the uh, the uh, the uh, NCAA tournament with us, and uh, I, I can I can assure you that if you join us, you won't be last place because that place belongs to our friend Noel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I hope he hope he listens to this. Better be. <laughs> anyway, hey man, so uh, baseball started off this past weekend, and, and, and boy did they! Ball is here. 65 runs between the three games this, this past weekend. Oh and, and and one of those games was called because of a, a run rule. So <laughs> mercy call. And that's uh four games, my friend. Oh, four games. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, four games in the season so far. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one because we've got uh, our red Raiders are rolling into my town. In fact, they're literally right down the street from my office and um, they're going to be playing here uh, tomorrow. Uh, uh, well, tomorrow, tomorrow being Friday, uh, I'm not sure when this uh, podcast is going to go out, but they're going to be playing Friday and then Saturday and then Sunday. It's going to be a little bit of a tough schedule for our boys. Um, they're playing the other UT. They're playing Tennessee on Friday the 21st, and then they got to play Stanford and, and Houston uh, in the Round Rock tournament. And uh, going to be a whole lot of fun. So if you're uh, if you're out here by Austin, and if you're in uh, in around town. Uh, come on by, come on by, get some tickets, come, come watch and support the, support the team. They're playing both Friday, Saturday, as well as Sunday, uh, wrapping it up Sunday against the university of Houston. And then they're going to be, uh, coming back, uh, coming back home to Lubbock. Uh, they're going to get Monday off, but then they got to turn right around on the following Tuesday and play, uh, play Southern university. So going to be a bit of a, a bit of a rough schedule, but that's yeah. going to be some fun games there. Uh, Tennessee, uh, maybe not so much, but I think uh, Stanford and U of H, those are going to be some, uh, some, some pretty tough teams. going to be an easy, uh, easy way to see what the uh, rest of the season is going to be like. I think, what do you think, Steve? You know, golly, it's uh, definitely uh, exciting. It's amazing. This team has reloads tremendous talent every single season. And uh you just don't know how it's possible or, wow, we lose so many players. Can we do it again this season? Mm-hmm. And guess what? Tadlock does it every single season. And, and yeah, you know, I think John mentioned this in, in a couple shows ago that, you know, this is the first time that Tadlock's had a full yeah. set of arms in, yeah. in, in that, in that bullpen. And so he, you know, he's got it. He's got an ace going every single game. And uh, well, so generally speaking, as a red Raider fan, you know, we're just not used to this. We're not used to this being able to lose so much of the team and just reloading and refiring. Yeah. I mean, it's just so great to be yeah. in this kind of driver's seat. And Hey, I mean, <laughs> big shout out to being uh, number one in the nation preseason poll, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so yeah, number one in the uh, college baseball poll, number one in the NCBWA poll, number three in USA today, number three in the perfect game poll, uh, number four in the BA, I guess that's baseball America. And yeah, then, but who cares about them? And number six in D one baseball, but shoot, not six? too bad. What? And, and, and just so you know, for those of our friends down south in Austin, that's what a culture looks like. That's that's <laughs> that that is how you win because you, your players want it, your coaches want it, and and uh, now the fans expect it because we mm. love it, and so. Well, I love going back a couple of seasons. Uh, you know, it just reminds me of the the motto they had, what, two, three seasons ago? 
of watering the tree. And that's absolutely what they've yeah. done. You know, they're not looking for some flash in the pan. They're not just looking for some overnight um, success. They're looking for lifelong season after season after season after season success. And that that is a strong oak tree. And there's mm -hmm. only one way you can grow it. It's slow and it's just uh, meticulous, consistent watering that tree. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. awesome. Indeed. And hey, uh, shout out to our uh, to our softball team. Uh, they're doing pretty fantastic themselves. They've started off the season. They're already about 10, 10 11 games into the season and uh, got a top 20 ranking. Um, also going to be playing this weekend. We got a we got a game coming up here Friday uh, versus Princeton. Oh wow. And then uh, actually they got a doubleheader. It's a uh, Friday and then Saturday. They're uh, this is a, a, a tournament they got going on here. Well, here uh, in, in in Houston. Uh, looks like they got Princeton, Syracuse on Friday, and then Saturday they got another doubleheader. That's going to be Louisiana Tech and the University of Houston. So it looks like our uh, men's baseball team and our women's uh, softball team is going to be playing Houston at the same time. <laughs> That'll yeah. be funny. You know, isn't it nice that spring sports are so successful at Tech, and you know, we really deserve it because we 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 sort of suffer through the football season. And yeah, uh, <laughs> I hate to you know throw stones consistently at the football team, but you know, right now they sort of deserve it. But it's uh, pretty tough. But you know, it's like we haven't even mentioned football right now. We haven't even mentioned track and field. I mean, you know, they're going to yeah. kick butt again. I mean, yeah. Coach Kitley, he'll 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 reload. Um, she's, I saw just, uh, just a couple weeks ago, the meat judging team kick butt again at, uh, I think it was a livestock show in Fort Worth and, uh, just everything is great. I mean, the, uh, you know, I guess the theme of the show is going to be is building that culture and it, and it mm -hmm. truly exists at tech mm -hmm. and, Certainly. and you know what, uh, those of us that are down about the football team, we all know it's going to get better though. Sure and, it is. Uh, so yeah, but we'll enjoy the spring until then. Steve, I don't know if you had the chance to see the um, they they they've got uh, got it built out and opened up. Did you see the new facility for the track and field team? I have not. No. Oh yeah, there's uh, there's a couple of videos out there, and um, it's the facility that's that's directly next door, but attached to uh, the the training facility for the football team. So you know they got that indoor uh, uh, shortened field for the football team. Um, and it's just a temporary wall between the two, but over on the next side. So I guess that would be the side that's closer to, um, what's that street? Is that Boston? Yeah. Boston street by so. the stadium. And, um, yeah, full, full track with, uh, televisions all over the place. Got some seating in there. Wow. Uh, got all the, uh, track and field events in there. It looks just incredible, truly world-class stuff. So yeah, uh, tech, uh, administrators really, uh, outdid themselves in, um, you know, getting the uh, track and field team some really, really nice facilities. And, you know, as good as they've been able to do so far, um, that can only help them uh, to, to to have even further success in, in the future. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about, you know, my, my new responsibility. You know, take me out to West Texas from time to time. And and um, I'm, I'm looking forward to passing through Lubbock. And, and you know, it's been quite a while since I've been back to the Tech campus, I think at least five years now. And, um, mm -hmm. and so, I mean, it's every single time I go back, it's immensely changed, but I can't imagine just how much more yeah. has changed in the last five years. And so uh, sure. I can just imagine what the feel on campus is like. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But let's be honest. You're really looking forward to one thing when you get back to Lubbock, right? 
one guy's calzone. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. One guy's from Italy. <laughs> that is a, a calzone. Yeah, I might take a couple home with me as well, just because there is no better calzone on the planet, folks. Yep. Yep. And I'm sure hundred percent sure everybody listening knows exactly what we're talking about. They so. better be, better know. <laughs> you know, it's like the good old days of you know, one guys and mm. spankies and mm. J Pats used to be open a commerce cafe mm. and all that yeah. good stuff. And we just dated ourselves, but whatever. Anyway, so, shut. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cause all the stuff I'm going to mention is like, Oh yeah, they closed. Yeah. What about the, Oh yeah, yeah. they closed the great wall. Golly. Oh my God. Ouch. Yeah. My stomach still hurts yeah. when you say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fun stuff, fun stuff. But <laughs> anyway, you know, um, you know, Ryan, for me, Sundays, you know, they're always a little sad, but Why is that? the day before though was a Saturday. <laughs> you actually got me. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't prepared for joke time and you went into that. <laughs> I walked right into that. I walked right into that. Okay. Well, <clears throat> well, I'll tell you, I, um, I, 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 I do research on, on odd things. You know, one, one of my personal favorites to watch is for instance, um, airplane disasters. I, um, airplane disasters that happen. Don't know why I'm interested. Can't explain it to you, but I do. Uh, so I can tell you all kinds of things about airplanes, but another thing I can tell you about too, is about, uh, mining and uh, going underground. Did you know that there's actually a federal law uh, designed to protect miners from pianos? Like you cannot have a piano anywhere near the opening of a mine shaft. Did you know that? I had no idea. Yeah, apparently if you have a piano that's too close to the to the mine shaft opening, you know what happens? I'm afraid to ask. A flat miner. <laughs> that's <so> stupid. <laughs> Do you expect anything less of me? Uh, you're such a nerd. <laughs> but, but you know, I do have a question for you. Uh, when What's up, buddy? A, when does a joke become a dad joke? Oh, man. I've given you this one. That was one of mine. I told you that. When is a dad a dad joke? When it's fully grown. <laughs> <laughs> you butthead. <laughs> not the answer yeah it is <laughs> no the answer is it should be a parent what is a parent oh well <laughs> there's i guess now there's two answers to that one mm, there you go and one is a parent yeah i'm, I'm, I'm you, you talked about being sad uh, i'm kind of sad uh, thinking like a little sad myself i i lost my mood ring oh yeah i'm, I'm not really sure how i feel about it <laughs> I'm using that one. Oh my gosh. I was afraid you already had. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good one. Thank you very much. Nice job. Nice job. What do you want to send us home, Ryan? Well, Steve, my friends, Red Raiders everywhere. I hope y'all are having a great week. We're thinking about y'all. We're thinking about everybody on campus and in Lubbock and enjoying this incredible time to be a Red Raider and experiencing it firsthand. Hopefully all of y'all that are down here in Austin, in the Austin area, come on out and see your Red Raiders. Support them starting tomorrow, Friday at 7 p.m. Um, great, great time to be a Red Raider. Steve, you have a good rest of your week, my friend. Do the same. 
Take care, everybody. The Red Raiders, no matter where you are, keep your guns up. Awesome. Thanks for listening to the Guns Up Nation podcast. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the fan page administrators, podcast hosts, and fans, and do not reflect the opinions of Texas Tech University or its affiliates. We are proud to support Texas Tech, its students, alumni, and fans.